This week's episode or the pot of the porta potty. This could be the last episode of the season. I'm your host, the GOAT, GOAT194, David's biggest fan. And I'm here with my my co-host, Darren. Darren, how's it going? Pretty good, Michael. Pretty good. I think you know, we need to start out by addressing some sad news from this past week and the passing of Demarius Bebe Thomas, I think everyone in the Premier League holds him pretty close to our hearts. He was a pretty awesome, pretty pretty spectacular athlete we got to watch in some of our formative years. Thoughts there? Yeah, um, you know, it, it's it's pre- it's definitely sad, you know, 33 years old, passed away and I actually have a few Demarius Thomas moments I like to share before I before I hear yours. Um, freshman year I had a class um, across from the library, that building across from the library. I don't remember what that name of that building was. But Demarius, like the old, old East Campus stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But Demarius Thomas, he had a class in the same classroom right before mine. So every time, you know, I was waiting for my class to start, he would be coming out, you know, and it's like, there it is. There's Demarius Thomas right there. There's Bebe. And me, you know, as a freshman in college, just coming off my football career, I, I, I would always think to myself, I can guard this guy. I mean, he's not. I can guard this guy. He's a little big, but I can guard him. You know, and then, and then we saw what he did in the pros. You know, so that uh, that changed things. But and then I actually, you know, I've I've won another fantasy football championship um, outside of the GTO Premier League, and the one those other don't ex- those don't exist. I know, I know, I know. But the one other league I won, I had Demarius Thomas on my team, and it was just dominance week after week. Okay, so for the record. You're gonna put it out there that you thought you could cover the second all-time leadingest receiver yeah. in in Denver Broncos. History. Every every time you walked out of the classroom, <laughs> I was like, I got this guy. Uh, yeah. So I I don't think he gets enough credit for how awesome he was in the pros. It his career it sucks. It kind of feels like it came and went really quickly. But second all-time leadingest receiver in Denver Broncos history behind the great Rod Smith. And second all time in Broncos receiving touchdowns behind Rod Smith. So oh, wow. that's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's two on those lists. He's ahead of Shannon Sharp in career touchdowns. He's, he's number three. I, he's number three in touchdowns behind Rod Smith and the great Terrell Davis. But I mean, he's up there with, uh, with some pretty awesome names. And he, you know, it's, we take for granted a, a lot of times turning in on uh, Saturdays and Sundays and watching these these athletes do their thing. But thinking back on it, he was the one. He was one of the few guys where you turn on a game and you're like, Bebe could take this over. Like yeah. Bebe could win this whole game himself, whether it was on the flats or in Denver. And just thinking of an athlete of that level, it's. It was pretty special to get to watch him play for sure. Yeah, I mean, he he basically was Georgia Tech football for those few years, and then, you know, he kept he kept Tim Tebow in the NFL for a few years. Yeah, and then I mean that team that they won the Super Bowl with it was him, Peyton Manning. What was that tight end they had that was really good? Um, he was a no. fa- he was a fantasy stud. I remember that. And then they had that running back from Georgia. 
that I don't remember his name either. Um, oh, we're so bad. We're both so bad at names. <laughs> I remember they were really good, but I'm sure uh, someone can fill us in on that. It was not Cole Komet. I'll tell you that. Right <laughs> it was not Cole Komet. No. Um, but yes, it's uh, it. I was shocked when I saw that news. You know, I was, I was on strike against the uh, rules committee, but I had to uh, air. I had to air Demarius Thomas passing. Yeah, uh, Bebe made his days count for sure. Whether it was on the field or in the community, uh, he will be missed. Yeah. Now let's go from that straight to uh, Champagne and uh, David. <laughs> he, so, are we? Have we confirmed with sources that he did, in fact, keep the champagne? That was uh, that was his motive. He's never done anything for me not to believe him. So we're we're led to believe that champagne motivated him. Motivated him for what, Michael? I don't know if it was um, how many keepers can he get on one roster by the end of the year, um, or how many point can he break a hundred? Maybe that was it. His motivation was, can I break 100? How many times did his wife open the fridge looking for like a, bo- a bottle to feed their kid? And she's like, damn it, David, this fucking get your champagne out of here. She probably, you know, like, you know, high school kids when they steal their, steal their parents' liquor and then they fill it with like sweet tea or something. <laughs> yeah, she probably did that, too. If she's allowed to have a glass, I hope David poured her one. You know, for putting up with his bullshit for. You're you're right, but I mean, seeing how David's fancy season went, he probably drank that whole <laughs> bottle straight to the head. I guess I guess you earned it, David. Uh, I guess we offered you a, a half-hearted congratulations. How about this, Austin? Austin, if you if you if you beat Anil next week and you make Anil the Sacco, can you send me a bottle of champagne? Uh, who's Who's more upset right now, Austin or Big Joe? Oh, without a doubt, Big Joe. <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, Austin's, yeah, there's going, a lot. Austin's going a little Matt Fields. He's going a little mute. Did he check did he check himself into rehab? No, I think he's he's reached out to Adam Scheffler and he's trying to figure out what to do with his uh fancy team this week. Uh, yeah, I don't think we need to devote much time to the Sacco Bowl, but just know that I'm not in it, and uh, <laughs> David isn't either. So, congratulations to us both. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure David and Neil are still probably talking about the Sacco Bowl, so we'll we'll let them reminisce. Um, but hey, we were right about two people, Larry and Little Joe. You know, I, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk about Larry, and I, I understand it. He was he was performing, but that <laughs> it's just not Larry's lane to be in. Michael, I think we can. <laughs> You're right. He got nervous. He did get nervous. It's just not, you know. May, you know, maybe maybe he can crack that crack that tier, but you know that remains to be seen. I think. And Lil Joe, I, I you know Icarus, right? You know, it was super teams. <laughs> It's just there's too much pressure, and uh, I, Dalvin Cook, that was only a matter of time. Christian McCaffrey got hurt; he even has COVID now. So I mean, it's <laughs> that it was never going to work. It just it's it's like that, you know. That eight, we we did the Rotten Tomatoes thing. It was just like that star. Do we do we label him as like the star-studded cast? Yes. And it just never. It, it was perfect. That yeah. was exactly what 
exactly what it was. I just couldn't pull it together. Yeah, you know, what worries me about him, though, is he he's taking advice from Anil. That scares me um, right away. I, I almost want to reach out to Monica to just check on him. He's taking the fantasy football advice from Neil. And then he's starting to almost tank. I'm not sure if you're aware, but before the playoffs started, he tried to basically tank. He was he was trying to trade me Justin Jefferson and Travis Kelsey for Debo Samuel and Darren Waller, who were both injured at the time. He's I think he's hanging around David and, and Anil too much. Maybe listen to the clubhouse too much. Yeah, maybe a combination of that and lack of sleep. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you probably right lack of sleep. Well, good thing is we don't have to worry about him anymore. He's done. He has no keepers. He's toast. He's got he Cam Akers. He's got Cam Akers. That's all he's got. Good luck with Achilles, man. That's that's tough. Yeah. that's a tough. That's a tough one. Yeah, I saw I saw Joe's keeper list, but I didn't uh, I didn't fully go through it. Where did he have little Joe in the keeper rankings? He had him last at ten. <laughs> Well, you, you better you better keep your baby Joe. That little little uh, that's the only thing you need to worry about right now. Exactly. Hey, but you know what's crazy is I, we spent half the season talking about how bad Big Joe's team is, and for some reason he continues to win. And I'm looking at his team. It's it's basically the goat. It's Tom Brady. Yeah, and it's Littlefinger. Littlefinger just wins <laughs> and. W- you haven't, so you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I need to send you the the clip of where Littlefinger no longer keeps winning, and I have a feeling that's going to be right, Big good. Joe against Big Joe against you in the finals. So as long as fucking Fryermuth doesn't go off and someone decides to cover Hunter Renfro for once in their life, I think you've got a good shot. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to tell me that he loses Adam Thielen, DK Metcalf does nothing, and you know, um, Rashad Penny's his best running back, and he's, yeah. still, he's still in this. I don't understand. I, I mean, I think Anil, I think Anil hit it right on the head. Or <laughs> the ratings are down for these playoffs, Michael. But nobody's <laughs> nobody's tuning in. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, hey, history could be made here if I just if I roll through the playoffs. I think this is a historic season. I think my thirty point. Championship victory prediction is is looking pretty spot on. But you know who doesn't think that, Darren? You know who doesn't think that? Who is David? Did you catch? <laughs> did you catch the last episode of this clubhouse? I have to be honest. I have about ten minutes left. <laughs> All right, well, so <laughs> so you, I need to do it. That means you got through it. You got through it. So <laughs> basically, Anil puts David right in his place. He says, "Okay, David, if you're if you think JP is going to beat the goat." Please tell me how. Please tell me how JP is going to beat the GOAT, David. And you know what David's response was? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> His response was, All comes down to today. Either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now. Gentlemen, believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. 
I'm too old. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. Any given Sunday. That's his hope oh. right now. Oh yeah, I did hear He's that. He's asking yeah, for a I, miracle. Uh, I, I don't see it. I, JP had Darrell Mooney in his lineup, like Darrell Mooney and Marvin Jones, and I mean that. That's a, that's all you need to say. I, if Marvin Jones and Darrell Mooney beat you, Michael, you can. I, I can I can hear you scream from fourteen hundred miles away. I think. Yeah, I just there's no way. I think David, I think he 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 put his you know, he, he told us what he actually believes when I challenged him with a bet and he denied it. Um he he deep inside knows that the goat's going to win this year and he just he, he's struggling to accept it, which I understand it's been a rough season for him, but David at some point by the end of this year please reference me as a Dr. Goat. Champion. Are you gonna take two-time champion goat? Are you gonna take the chief to your nearest Quiznos and celebrate? Oh, that will the the chief <laughs> the chief will have a. Uh, actually, I'm afraid if I get the chief, my, one of my kids might break it. Gronk <laughs> slam, Gronk <laughs> slam it. <laughs> What's my penalty if my kid Gronk slams the chief? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tape it back. Elmer's glue it. Uh, wood glue it. Whatever it's made of. Glue it back together. Maybe this year, if I win the Chief, we'll send the Chief to the Metaverse. We'll, uh, there you go. That's good. Digitalize yeah. the Chief. <laughs> NFT. We need an NFT Chief, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, Darren. But you know, this being the last episode, we got a lot to we got a lot to get to. So let's move on. Let's talk about the uh, looking back on the year of the porta potty. Man, it's been it's been crazy. I mean, the conspiracy theories I def are definitely still out there, Michael. I mean, Matt Fields, where yeah. where is he? What is he doing? Is he okay? Is he gonna make it out when they remodel the clubhouse? Are they gonna leave him down there, shackled up? Like what? What's going on? No, two things for sure. I thought when we started the porta potty, I didn't think we would make it this far. And I thought for sure we would know where Matt Fields is by now. 
I, I mean, maybe the clubhouse lets him out for some fresh air after, you know, I don't know. Maybe they should have let him out during the bye week of the playoffs. I don't know, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. I shame on you. I, I knew we were going to make it this far. We, we have passion. We've got the chemistry but I mean, and you know, a lot happened in freaking 10 episodes. That's a, I mean, let's just, let's just, you know, let's just keep going. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot, but we had, we had the whole drunk Austin, sober Austin. Do you, do you think Austin has stopped drinking? No, Michael, it's the winter out here. This is when the drinking really starts. Oh, okay. It, it's cold. It's cold. It's dark. You wear jackets and, and thick layers. Those guys up in Boston, they know about it too. It's, it's, so there's no more sober Austin, what you're telling me. We're all, we're just dealing with drunk Austin 24-7. No. For drunk Austin to at least Groundhog Day, and then we'll know. He He's kind of like the Groundhog. Drunk Austin's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to look around and decide if it's six more weeks of drinking or not. <laughs> well, after he wins the Sacco Bowl, he might, he might drink for a while. He might see a shadow. Okay, over, how about uh, impromptu overreaction or not? Drunk Austin drinks more by w- losing the Sacco Bowl than winning. That's a tough one because, yeah, you know, I mean, if he wins, he'll he'll be celebrating until next season. <laughs> if he loses, no, if he loses, he, he he'll drink so much he'll check himself in the rehab. It'll be a it'll be a quick, quick, quick rock bottom hit. I. I'm nervous for it. Let's let's just say that. Uh, so the clubhouse are am I are my sources right? Are they are they remodeling? What's going on? Do they yeah. need a porta do they need a porta potty during the remodel? What what's the status there? Yeah, you know, I, I thought that they would ask us for um a porta potty uh person to reach out to, but you know, if you look over, they have a beautiful mobile home um and they have a great outhouse that's you know even bigger than their mobile home, so they don't really need a porta potty. Yeah. The outhouse, man, that's oof. What, how, ooh, what about this? What if the clubhouse rebranded as the banished rules committee into the outhouse for season two? Well, of their yeah, they've already rebranded a little bit to the uh peanut gallery. Maybe they could, <laughs> maybe they could go a little uh step further to the uh, outhouse, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I so, mean, do you see the structure they're building right now? No. Do they? Do they still have one? Like what's? They, they don't have one, but the uh, the layout, the footprint on this thing, it looks like they're going big. They're going all in next year. Well, you know, hopefully it uh, hopefully it can deal with the explosion that'll happen in about <laughs> week seven or week seven or week eight next year. The only way this clubhouse that they're rebuilding. The only way it, it it stands is if Anil does not draft Alvin Kamara next year. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do the random draft, whatever. We're gonna—I don't even know what we're gonna, how we're gonna do it this year. Does the winner pick? I don't remember. Yeah, I'll, but... I'll decide on that one. <laughs> okay, so Anil—I don't—I mean, there's a potential for Kamara to slip, and I think. I think he's going to draft them again. I think well, that's Neil's narrative. I think that's Neil's narrative, and he's going to stick to it. You're right. You're right. We're, our only hope is if Neil drafts like top three. Anything after that, he's going to draft Alvin Kamara. No, but I mean, if he picks top three, 
he's just gonna be like, oh, Kamara's gonna break out. Jameis is back. Blah blah blah. That's true. And you and he's not gonna. He's gonna say Jonathan Taylor's gonna fall off because everyone's gonna be ready for him. You know how you know how Neil's yeah. mind works. And then David's gonna slip up and pick the wrong keeper, and shit's gonna blow up by week three. You're right. You're right. He's gonna pick. He's gonna pick the wrong keeper out of the twelve that he has. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. He made it hard on himself. Yeah. Hey, but the real question is: Did the porta potty give the people what they wanted? I think. I think we did. I think. Uh, I think we're gonna have some time here in the not too distant future to go back. And recap, uh, I think we've we've learned a lot about media. One, Michael, and two, um, it's. Uh, I think we we talked about it earlier, where you, you kind of think you can anyone can have a podcast, and it's kind of easy to just riff and talk. But you gotta have a plan. You gotta have segments. Right. I mean, the the people love the segments, Michael, and that's that's a fact. The people do love the segments, and you know, I mean, I can't imagine a full fantasy football season just listening to the clubhouse. I think we needed a little, we need a little shitter in the corner to stir things up every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you're just getting bombarded with that same propaganda. You need kind of the the antifa, if you will, from right. the from the other side. I was worried though. I thought for for a minute we were going to be the only podcast left. I thought uh, we were going to have to. We're gonna have to stand tall on that one, but uh, I'm glad the clubhouse rebounded. Yeah, we just need to make sure Neil doesn't run around an empty house with a knife in his hand <laughs> after uh, after a couple drinks. You know, but it's it's the end of the porta potty season one, and we just hope that next year we 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 can answer a few questions. Matt Fields being one of them. Yeah, I think we're gonna need to circle back on some of those theories um, from early on in the season and and see where we're at after. A full year and an off season of thought for sure. Hey, but you're right. The best thing the Porta Potty did was we brought segments. So let's finish with a little bit of uh, a, a few questions from each segment. So I'm going to start. You ready? Yes. Our favorite segments. Here we go. Let's start with the Would You Rather segment. Yeah. Would you rather have Drunk Austin or Neil win the Sacco game next week? Win it? Yeah, like, I would rather right. have drunk Austin win it. All right, so you rather have a Neil be the Sacco? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you rather have? Sure. Would you rather have drunk Austin or Neil draft for you next year? <laughs> drunk Austin. Uh, I don't know. You might get Alvin Kamara for Neil draft for you. I don't want him. Our overreaction segment. That was a big one. We kept that for a while. Here we go. David, Anil, and Austin. Two out of those three, two out of those three will end up in the Sacco tournament again next year. That, yeah, no, that's not an overreaction. That's Solid. that's a fact. Do you want to give me do, do you know which two? Do you want to, do you want to try to guess which two? <laughs> uh no, I don't. I don't want to put uh, that on. I don't want I don't want that juju. All right, here we go. Overreaction or not, Keller fails to drop 100 points this week. That's not an overreaction. All right, perfect. That's what we got. Two non-overreactions. One of, <laughs> one of our favorite segments, whose line is it anyways? Are you ready for this one? 
I got a couple. I got a couple for you. Whose line is it anyways? You ready? Yeah. Austin or Big Joe? I'm way too close to sending Michael Father's Day cards than I'd like to be. Austin. That was Austin. You're right. Here we go. Drunk Austin to be specific. All right. Here we go. I'm out. Oh, wait. No, not this one. Hold on. I'm muting. All right. right, Here we go. I'm muting. I'm going full Matt Fields. That's Joe. I feel like that has to be Joe. That is big Joe. Here we go. Here's another one. You wonder why you guys are destined for failure every year. Big Joe. Big Joe again. And last one. Come on. Finish strong. And everyone thought Steve Jobs was out of his mind, David. What's your point? I took a calculated risk. (laughs) Big Joe. No, that was awesome. Hey, hey. The guy that took <sighs> the guy that took one too many calculated risks this year. <laughs> Dang it! All right, that's all right. That's pretty good. All right, here we go. Three or four. That's good. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Our first segment in the porta potty from episode oh. one. Oh wow! I got two questions. Right, two questions for you. Rapid fire: Is Matt Fields a Neil or David? A Neil. A Neil. More likely to happen: me having another kid or David winning a fantasy football championship. You having another kid, that's easy. Done. Look at that. <laughs> oh, man. What would we have done this year without segments? <laughs> Probably what the clubhouse did for the first few episodes. <laughs> just, just talk about nothing. Oh, man. Hey, Darren. It's crazy, though, that we waited to the last episode to bring, <clears throat> to bring on our first guest. Inside the porta potty, he's gonna hit his head for sure. Hey, the clubhouse explosion was huge, but this dude's about to blow this bathroom up. I think he's bringing in one of those. What do they call mortars? He's bringing in a. He's gonna drop a mortar in here. You're right. Well, hey, let's um, let's welcome on the last episode of the porta potty, our first guest of the year to discuss a few things but in reality it's his interview to the ARC welcome Big Joe it's a little tight <laughs> a little tight in here <laughs> hey Big Joe no. Big Joe welcome welcome to the uh, largest but smallest porta potty in the world I appreciate it um, you know all the rumors of the, the stink the stench. I think that's all a fabrication by the uh, elites of the, <laughs> of the uh, league. Uh, I think it's rather nice in here. It is a little. It's a little cozy. It's a little. Uh, we, we cleaned it up for you. We cleaned it up for you. I appreciate it. I know accepting another a large human being like myself into this <laughs> confined space. Is, uh, hey, well, big stuff. I got a question for you to start this out. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on playing Little Joe this week? Uh, you know, he's got a formidable, formidable team. Um, Dalvin Cook came back. He was, he's been injured a little bit. He had a good week last week. Uh, that scares me. Uh, Justin Jefferson always scares me. You think you're able to do it and again? I, you think you're able to do it again? Uh, yeah. I haven't looked at the matchup. I don't know. I don't know the Vikings are playing. I don't pay attention the Bears. to the Imperial. The Bears. Uh, shit. I'm in trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got Keenan Allen back from COVID too. 
don't know. He's it's tough. It's it's almost as if he's. I mean, I know he's missing Chris from McCaffrey, but it's almost as if he's back to hundred percent. Yeah, Darren. Yeah. Darren informed us that Christian McCaffrey also has COVID now, so there's a uh, no chance of that yeah, guy coming Christian, back. Christian McCaffrey is, has every known ailment and uh, injury known to man. Yep. Like, he, he and Baker Mayfield are just hanging out together and living their worst life, I guess. Hey, well, it was fun going. Yeah. It, it was fun going on strike with you uh, over this weekend. Was it? Was it hard to stay muted? Was it hard to stay muted? Uh, you know what? Um, there was a couple times where I wanted to check in, look at the chat, but honestly, I felt kind of healthy for the first time in maybe four months. Uh, like I had cleansed uh, a certain toxin. Um. That has been in my system, and you know, yeah, uh, it felt good. It felt good. Uh, I'm glad to be back in the in the proverbial shitter. Um, just, just dropped a big, huge load, just straight down. Yeah, uh, you know, someone had to do it. Someone. Yeah, I mean, someone had to do it. They they call us the porta potty, but but those guys on the other side, they they do talk a lot of shit. They they send out a lot of horse shit. Yeah, and you guys listened to their podcast today. Yeah, uh, they spent about ten minutes talking about David versus Austin, and I'll give it to David. That was a good segment. Him popping the bottle. Then they spent another seven minutes talking about Anil versus you, Darren, and then they gave three minutes to talk about the actual fake matchups that are going on. They don't know what to say about greatness, Joe. They don't know what to say about greatness. I don't think they do. I think they they're lost, confused. Hey, well, we um, we respect we respect your resignation from the rules committee. We mm-hmm. we think you took a little too long. Um, but do you have any comments you want to say about that? Uh, you know, I thought I could change them. I thought I could be righteous and. Honorable. I thought I could change the uh, system from the inside. I thought that being the rules guy, being by the book, they would take that and they would. Honestly, I mean, they they say JP and Keller are now the members of the rules committee. That they're basically <laughs> they're basically saying they don't have a rules committee at this point. <laughs> I have faith in JP. <laughs> uh, I, I I I think he can be uh, the hero we need. Uh, he's been living under Elon Musk, so he knows what tyranny and being overworked feels like. But you know, I don't know. It, it we'll see. I, I I give it maybe three weeks until he's uh until he's uh, drinking the Kool Aid of the Rules Committee. And... I mean, it's only a matter of time until David screws him over and and he resigns from the Rules Committee yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, th- this is my problem, Joe. With the rules committee, David is involved in the chats. Was he still involved in the text when I left? Oh yeah. Like, does he not understand that the rules committee does not need his voice inside the chat? I I think he gets off on it. You know, <laughs> he he gets off on being the commissioner. He gets off on being the rules committee. He just he loved it. 
he he loves the power. Well, well, me and Darren, I mean, here at the ARC, we we tried to offer offer him a challenge where we could take over. He he believes in the goat. He thinks the goat's going to win it all. So he was afraid of the bet. So the ARC is not going to be able to take over just yet, but we're going to continue to poke and pry. Um, and as we plan our takeover, we're, we're going to need to grow the ARC. So Darren and I would like to interview you um, for a possible spot in the ARC. Uh, I'm honored. Wow. Um, t- just to be nominated, to be mentioned alongside a prestigious and honorable group such as the IRC, I, I, I feel blessed. All right, well, um, we have, we have just a few, we have just a few questions for you. Um, sure. the first one is, and we just want you to be honest. We're just looking for your honesty here. Just like you did the last week with trying to save the uh, playoffs. Did Matt Fields ever make an appearance in the rules committee group chat? Uh, not as a coded number, maybe. Um, if if Darren and I agree and you join the ARC, your first task might be to find Matt Fields and his whereabouts. I I'm I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you uh, <clears throat> glad you said that. Uh, that is actually already a subject of an investigation of mine. Um, you know, you know, on the Daily Show where they have like the in the field reporter. Yeah, that'll be that'll be Big Joe. Right <laughs> live, live in Siberia, uh, <laughs> I found um, a little campsite. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a trading card of um, of uh, Peyton Hillis. <laughs> There's a little chief snowman made out of <laughs> snow and ice. Xbox 360 with a FIFA loaded in. Hey, do you want do you want to elaborate on your investigation, or do you want to save it for another day? I'm gonna save it. Um, all I can say is that no one's safe. It's everyone's a suspect right now. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. Uh, my uh. My current findings, there's still a lot left to be Good. uncovered, I believe. Good. All right, next question. As a new member of the ARC, how do we get David out of the rules committee? I, would, I, 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 I wish I knew. I, I, I think that's impossible. He, he's like, uh, he's like, like a mind flare. He's got his tentacles everywhere. He's controlling what everyone says. He controls... He's got his hand so far up in Neil's butt. <laughs> Just he's he's make he's <laughs> he's using his hand to make the uh, mouth move. <laughs> Michael has not seen Game of Thrones. I'm pretty sure. Michael, have you seen Stranger Things? Oh uh, no, I'm not. Damn it! <laughs> Michael's got a lot of TV to watch in the off season. Get a, you got to get Netflix, my friend. <laughs> what, do you, what do you watch? You watch HGTV? Is that is that what goes on? Yeah, in I, the, watch uh, Paw Patrol. I watch Paw Patrol. I watch Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Nick Jr., PBS. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, 
Hey, well, look, I, I do have a, a a general thought for you guys. What do you guys think about this in the offseason? Maybe we can do a little campaigning next year, and we do a little ARC versus the RC. And if, say, maybe it's Darren and I versus JP and Keller, we, we let the people vote. Who do they want in control in 2022, ARC or RC? Would you want blind ballots, or would you want names on ballots? I want blind ballots, and I want them sent to – um, someone completely random to count. I do not want David to count them. Um, I think we should send them to Greg Harrington, Tyler <laughs> former member of the league. Someone unbiased, untainted. Yes, that's a good point. The, the mind player himself. That's the problem is David wouldn't allow for a campaign. He'd be too afraid. I think Craig Harrington might have been more insane than Emil. <laughs> <laughs> that man was complaining about his girlfriend 24-8. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, Big Joe, we, we, we can't give you the results of the ARC um, anytime soon. It's actually, it might be uh, quite a long time, but um, we do. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we got answered it. We've got boosters. We've got, you know, funding. We've got... All kinds of people we answer to above us. So just know that we're doing our due diligence and we, and we appreciate your interest. Stay above water. Uh, stay above the board. Honorable. I appreciate it. Yes. I appreciate you. And I appreciate uh, reaching out to me. Hey, well, since you're on, um, let's do what the uh, clubhouse <coughs> didn't do. And let's, let's preview these semifinals games. I'm all in. Let's talk. I think we got to talk um, about you and Keller first. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about Keller in any way, shape, or form? Uh, you know, he does have a decent team, uh, and there's a reason why he's in this look in this spot. And, yeah, but there's a good chance he, Nick Chubb got, gets COVID before Sunday. Yeah, or Saturday. Yeah. And all, well, the actual the uh, the player who I'm watching right now is uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he had he was diagnosed with that high ankle sprain, and I don't know if you saw, but yeah. Uh, earlier today, snatch up Gardner Minshew just so Keller wouldn't have that available to him. Yeah, but then he'll probably pick uh, up Sam Darnold. You see Sam Darnold return from the <laughs> he, he is back available. The uh, chosen one. The chosen one. The god himself. Uh, yeah, Hurts and Minshew are like splitting reps at practice. I don't think Hurts is going to play. Keller's in trouble. I mean, you got yeah. look, look, Joe. You got Tom Brady. He's got Hurts. Heineke and Fields, all right? Tom Brady's going to score more points than all three of them combined. I I know, but if Hurts plays, he has that opportunity to get garbage time touchdowns, which is running touch, rushing touchdowns. Which, to, to, oh, play devil, to play devil's advocate, Brady against the Saints has not been a good match uh, that's thus true. far. That's true. He had 20-something points in their last game, if I recall. The problem is, though, He's banking on the Bucks. He's got Godwin, Gronk, and the Bucks defense. He's going all in. That's true. Yeah. So it's either it's either I mean, if the Bucks dominate, then Joe's Joe's gonna have a tough game. That's true. Yeah. Tom Brady decides to throw to um to put the other receiver, Mike uh, Mike Evans. You know, I realize though why David and Anil's team so bad. Have you guys looked at your bench? You guys got all these great players on your bench compared to what they're starting. 
Well, they traded all their great players off the bench <laughs> to you and Bill Joe. <laughs> I mean, Keller, Keller's got Swift, Hubbard, Williams, Judy, AJ Green. I mean, you got Metcalf, Thielen, Dylan. That's what separates the great from the terrible. It's Keller on the bench. Do we know if Keller knows that DeAndre Hopkins is out for the regular season yet, or? I think he's. I think he's uh, too busy um, working for Jeff Bezos to even leave his uh, little office. Hey, well, so I don't think he knows. But I guess he is under the. He's in the sports division, so maybe. I don't. I don't know if you've ever asked Alexa what the scores game are, <laughs> but usually. <laughs> so he he might be a little slow, like Alexa. Because your man, your man Hunter Renfro has been outscoring Tyreek Hill for over the last nine weeks. So he's had three games of uh, hundred uh, hundred yards or more. And, Wad- and Waddle too. Waddle's been a beast. Yeah. Waddle, Renfro, it's, they've uh, they've come alive. I think it's like yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a good game. It's basically up to that Sunday night Bucks game though. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if he has to start. Uh, Unless Chubb gets COVID. Or Cup gets COVID. If Cup or Chubb get COVID, y'all are screwed. The whole Brown didn't Chubb already have COVID? I think he did. Yeah. So he's probably immune. He'll probably play. We, we try. Bad. We try not to stay too political on this podcast, right. Joe. Uh, sorry. But what scares what scares <laughs> oh <my God>. me <laughs> what scares me in football and it's it's given me nightmares for the past fifteen years is the New England Patriots. I they just scare me. They anything football related. And I got a lot of people going against the Patriots this week. I got a lot raining on this Patriots. I got Jonathan Taylor against the Patriots. I might start mm-hmm. the Colts defense against the Patriots. I got the Patriots kicker. Right, well, I'll give you the scouting report. Bill Belichick's going to stop the run. Oh, he's going to make he's going to make Carson Carson Wentz beat him, and he's not going to do it. So I'm going to give you the scouting report. I'm not going to pull in a kneel. I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. The last time I... our league decided to. <laughs> Take a page and bet on Bill Belichick. He got burned by Benjamin's best player. I wouldn't do that, Michael. I wouldn't pull in Amelia. All right, what do you think about Colts' defense? Think the Colts are going to be able to hold uh, Mac Jones there in, in check? Oh, uh, if, if uh, the man who's already eaten two thirds of Derrick Henry, if he plays, gets. If he rushes the ball 14, 15 times, I, that's a good sign. I don't I don't think the Colts. Darren, we, for, well. Darren, we forgot about that. You were spot on about Damian Harris eating Derrick Henry. That's exactly what he's done is eating Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he, didn't, if he didn't tear his hamstring in two, uh, two weeks, what, yeah, a week and a half yeah. ago against the Bills, he probably would have had 200 yards rushing. But let, what, what do y'all think about my matchup with JP? Should I be scared about uh, Kirk Cousins? I think you could. I think you could bench Jonathan Taylor and still beat JP. <laughs> so I, I, is it okay if I beat him with the Jaguars defense? That's like beat, who did you beat? He, oh, you put up like the one ninety four with two us. With two of that. That was more disrespectful than this, but this is pretty cool. Hey, hey, Austin, Austin should be scared. Anil's going to start two of this week. Austin should be scared. Jeez, oh, I, I, Michael, just 
I don't know. Maybe start the Jaguars defense. That's unless Urban kicks them all in the <laughs> off. Well, right now, JP's starting Marvin Jones in his flex spot. I didn't even know Marvin Jones still played football. That's uh, it's news to yeah, me. That 31-year-old man. <laughs> I caramba. Hey, well, all I got to say is, last time I played Keller, he put up 50 points against me. So I'm hoping <laughs> I played Keller in the championship. <laughs> uh well, I, I don't think it's going to happen. My... There are two very hot teams. I mean, the Porta Potty yeah. spent so much time talking how bad your team is all year, Joe, and for some reason you still manage. Between losing Everybody, losing, losing round one and round two players, you still find yourself in the semifinals. And not to mention DK Metcalf has been smellier than what your normal Porta Potty Yeah. But Russell Wilson, man, they tried to let him cook, and he can not cook. This, yeah, th- th- this is a problem I have with the clubhouse is they don't know where to give respect when respects due. You lost your first and second round pick, and you still have managed the amount of points that you've put up. And I've dropped like over eighteen hundred points or something like that. And they just they just think JP and Larry are going to win the league because <laughs> they're delusional. That's because they they want a reality where the greatest just don't win. They they want the reality where everyone shares, where the hero wins. But I'm sorry, but we're we're here. We're we're gonna one of us is gonna win, and it might probably be me. But <laughs> well, look, that, we'll save that for next week. Look, David and Neil, if you've made it this far in this episode. I think you deserve Big Joe and I both deserve an apology. I think handwritten, send it as a Father's Day card in Austin's letter. However you want to do it. We both deserve apologies for this year. Send me a bottle, send me a bottle of champagne. <laughs> we, we talked about that too. Darren, you wanna you wanna finish this thing off? Yeah, we're gonna close it out with one of the tried and true overreaction or not, Big Joe. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Simple question. Overreaction or not, Mac Jones, Mac Jones outduels Tom Brady in Super Bowl 51 and brings uh, the Patriots another Lombardi trophy. I think just how you said that was an, under, an underreaction. I need more emphasis <laughs> on the Mac Jones. Uh, you know, that's the narrative that's forming. And I'd love it. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, if Tom can pass the torch to uh, the next future goat, the one future king, I'm all for it. Uh, all right, we're going to cut him off. That's an overreaction, Michael. That's enough for this episode. And will Will Big Joe join the ARC? We'll have to wait till next year. We'll have to wait till next year. <laughs> Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. Are you on the Slim Shady?